0: It is Saturday the third of September and this is the future of photography. Hey everybody, Adrian here and with me Jeremiah. How you doing, buddy? Very good. Happy to be back. Yes. In full swing. Does We have had a bit of a summer summer break because the three of us were all off in different parts of the world. Chris has been all the way down to Romania, I think. I've been to the... Transylvania. 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 Yeah, I've been to the Highlands of Scotland. You've been... Where have you been? I have been to uh,
1: San Diego (laughs) and Los Angeles... Sometimes, okay, that's, even that's venturing awesome. into Hollywood, yeah. I've been happy to be home uh, because, as many listeners know, I've been away in production this last year for about five months. So it feels really good to be back in California, despite the political noise.
0: Well, it's good to speak to you. It does feel like several weeks and uh, since, we, since we got a chance to chat. So uh, it's good to catch up and uh we have a a a topic from my travels today um i uh, we've got I've called the show it's a a bit a bit of a play on words i've called the show roadworks um didn't you know have travelled quite a lot around the highlands of scotland and in the summer as they do in a lot of cold and snowy places or w- wintry places they do their all their roadworks in 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 the summer when the roads are actually visible uh, and uh, although we haven't suffered too badly but uh i thought why not why not talk about what I've been doing on my holidays.
1: <laughs> I was I thought, good.
0: Yeah, well I talked I think I've talked previously on the show a little bit about the fact that I've started a photo journal this year. Uh and I thought, you know what? Why don't I do a photo journal on my holidays? Uh and then I started getting into it and it gave me lots of good opportunities to geek out and technology which we can talk about as well as figure out cuz yeah, it is its it is it. Is it overthinking it? Tell me this. Give me your honest opinion, Jeremiah. Is it overthinking and overengineering something to try and work out the workflow for your holiday photo notes?
1: (laughs) Well, some would consider that near insanity. (laughs) Uh, uh, Others would consider it absolutely necessary. And most uh, people would not even give it a second thought. So uh, what makes it interesting, I always uh, embrace, is process. So while you ascribe the holiday, the holiday is merely the test bed for being able to get your arms around what it takes to go from zero to 100 and create something very specific on a subject. And since you are... On holiday, what better uh, opportunity than the opportunities of actually capturing an experience that you'd like to maintain through memory? Um, In in the past, it would have been uh, sitting us all down with a carousel projector and showing us 6,000 slides, many of which are the same shot over and over again. But now, here's the book, enjoy it as you wish. But having done that, you may go, you know, There is a stock car race three miles from the house with the most interesting characters. I think I'm going to just capture that subject, put a zine together, and just put it out there. And I assure you that all stock car racing fanatics, drivers, and fans if they were aware of it, which is another separate thing that's called marketing, as you well know. But if they were to come in contact with that would probably be tickled in terms of their curiosity, at least to experience it. So the long answer is I embrace the focus on process. It's not really about the holiday. That's The test bed, once it's done effectively, then for you and yours and your friends and family and fans, they'll love the the
0: zine because
1: it's an example.
0: So that's I like that. That's a very good answer. Thank you that the it's it's interesting because it, you're right actually now, now you say it it is because i do like to tinker right i do like to play around and you know it does give me a pot- potential opportunity to buy new toys related to photography of course which is always a nice place to be and you know just to just to play and, and be creative in a different way so let let me tell you about let, let me tell you about a couple of the bits of this i'm not going to go through everything in the nth degree of detail because Uh, some of these things are relatively obvious so of course I did use a camera to take some photographs we don't need to talk too deeply deeply about that I didn't plan very much about what I was going to shoot I wanted it to be a fairly organic thing I did think about um, that in the sense that I thought about capturing particular types of images I did I did consider that I wanted it to be Bit more than a here's a thing that we went to see, right? It's a snapshot of a mountain, a snapshot of a statue, a snapshot, yeah, or whatever. I did want it to be a bit more than I, I wanted there to be a bit of personality in it. So I thought maybe I'd do a little bit of writing uh, as well and try and make that so that yeah, come come to life a bit and to capture some of the smaller things. Uh, you know, as well as some of the the big things. So, yeah, just uh, trying to think of an example. So you know, one one evening, one of the places we stayed at, there was a table tennis table. So I've got a whole two or three pages of spread in, in my journal that is just photos of me and the kids playing table tennis. <laughs> or as we call it here, ping pong. Well, ping pong, yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, or as uh, uh, Boris Johnson calls it over here, whiff-waff, which is uh, an, an old-fashioned name for it. There you go. So, it's, it's, so there's some there's some fun stuff in that. But other than that, yeah, no no surprises on the capture side of it. I t- I took a camera with me and I took photographs. Um, And equally possibly no surprises really on what I did with them to get them off the camera. You know, I took the card out of the camera. I stuck it in a card reader. I stuck that card reader into my iPad because I was traveling light. I didn't take a full computer uh, and uh, that allowed me to import the photographs and have a look at them. Where I started to geek out was when I started thinking about, well, how am I going to print these photos, right? If I want to make a journal as I go along, how am I going to print them? So uh, I probably listeners are probably be aware that I've had for years uh, an Instax mini printer. And uh, I thought, OK, I could print Instax mini. And then I thought, well, do I really want to print Instax mini? Um, and it uh, and, you know, and you'll go broke. Fit. First of all, you'll go broke doing <laughs> well, this. There's, <it>, <laughs> there's a bit of that. It has gone. So the the instax has gone up in the UK, not as much as negative film uh, or, or slide film. Um, so it, it yeah, which is now double more or less what it was a while ago. Um, so, but instax has gone up a bit. Um, uh, so I did think, okay, and and I thought, well, you know it's it's not really quite what i wanted by way of an aesthetic and the part of that is something just really prosaic right is an instax is quite a fat photograph right because it's got all those chemicals inside the envelope inside it and it and that's great when you've got one of them when you want to stick 30 or 40 of them in a book <laughs> and the book's only fairly narrow itself it's only a little paper notebook i thought that's not going to work very well there's an opportunity here isn't there to to you know to do something different so i ended up and i can't remember if i talked about this on the podcast before i ended up buying this which is a kodak i think it's called a mini mini print 2 um Mini two retro, it says on it, but other it's got several names and I can't but but it's a small handheld um uh, die sublimation portable printer that works off Bluetooth. So you download an app to your phone or your tablet um and Bluetooth connect to the printer and then you can print uh credit card sized photographs and they just come out on a little credit card sheet and uh sort of credit card sized sheet of paper.
1: It's great. Does it, does it use those rollers, three color rollers that roll through in miniature?
0: It does. Uh, 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 this, this one's still in its packet, but if you can see, if I hold it up to yeah. the camera, you can yeah. see it's, it's a little miniature dye sublimation yeah. print card no. uh, uh, with, uh, uh, with uh, uh, a little colored cellophane in it.
1: <laughs> so the, the, the photos must be extremely crisp, beautiful color, and semi
0: archival theoretically Uh, well let's go through we'll come back to that if i may because actually there's a step prior to to that which is a a software as a step um so so this is and this is the bit that i did geek out about which is which is the preparation of pictures to print so i i typically shoot these days in a 16 by 9 or a 9 by 16 ratio and and go from there i tend to see the world a bit more in that sort of shape than any other kind of aspect ratio and the printer prints um it's got I I can't uh, the, it's not a sixteen by nine, it's closer to a sixteen by ten. Um uh but it's it's a non-standard ratio um that that the printer prints. But the software that it comes with doesn't do very well if your photo is not the right aspect ratio. It it expands the photo to fill the whole of the piece so of paper you're printing on. It stretches it. Uh, yeah, it, it keeps it. It keeps its proportions, but it does stretch it to fill. So it basically just cuts the ends off your photo. <laughs> and I don't. So like, it, I don't it? like that. No. I don't know about you, but when I print, no, I it don't want problem? any.
1: I don't want hardware to mess with my aesthetic.
0: Exactly. I
1: I would prefer to mess with the software's functionality. Yes.
0: Yes, and and unfortunately, the app that comes with this is a bit simplistic and doesn't do that. So, second, I, are there aftermarket fixes? Uh, it doesn't support AirPrint or anything like that. The off-the-shelf aftermarket stuff. Um, so I had to do it. I take a do-it-yourself kind of option, and I and I had to figure out a way to change my images. And I thought, okay, well, what I can do is I can put a border on them, right? And I can make that border uh, the right aspect ratio for. The f- for the printer and then the printer will print out the whole of my picture and not cut out at the end. and that was when i dived into the rabbit hole with great glee <laughs> <laughs> the answer long story short the answer is i wrote a shortcut um and uh by which i mean shortcut with a capital s so the shortcut uh, the the macro programming language that you can get in in apple uh devices so so there's a desktop version on the mac and there's a there's a mobile version on ios and you can write it's, page it's, it's
1: page if page if, if then right there's
0: a lot of there's a lot of if then yeah if then statements uh, in these things so you can work out logic you can put menus on the screen to choose from things you can capture you know um you can capture a photo uh or a file you can process text you can do all sorts of things it's actually quite powerful Um, uh, And I thought, okay, well, I just need to find the programmatic way, the consumer friendly programmatic way, because I'm not a coder of of, of, of working this out. And I found that there's a shortcut. um, uh, What do they call action? They call them actions called overlay. Mm -hmm. And you can take two images and you can overlay one on the other. Uh, And so I thought, okay, I can do that because I could prepare like a plain white one or a plain black one that's bigger than my photo and i could sure. overlay the photo onto that and it would then be the yeah the if i made the the the, the plain um, plain border the right aspect ratio for the printer then it would all work yeah and it it and it did <laughs> <laughs> much to my surprise actually not why, much to my surprise, why, why wouldn't it work as conceived well so as with all software development there was a lot of debugging to do. Because my original, th- yeah, yeah, and and a lot of you know emerging complexity. Let's say, like, okay, so I've done it. I oh, know. Hang on a minute. This por- th- This photograph is portrait, not landscape. And so my resizing algorithm won't work now. So what do we do with that? Oh no, I'm going to need yet another if statement to, to to find out the the ratio of the height to the the width of the photograph I'm inputting into this process, and then do take different logical paths and do different things with it to get the right outcomes. Uh, so it did take quite a lot of processing, um, but it was fun. I don't know if you if you played around much with shortcuts and things like that. I know you do. You do some, uh, uh, things in yeah. Photoshop and stuff like that, don't you?
1: Yeah, I mean, what I would do, obviously, I would just take the images into Lightroom or Photoshop, adjust the aspect ratio, do very similar to what you've done. In other words, just in Photoshop, it's very easy. Just add a layer define the the size um, and just drop the picture on top of it, adjust it to your easy to adjust. You can just pull the edges or define another size and then flatten the image. And uh, But uh, the easier thing for me is just um, email them to a drugstore <laughs> and pick them up in the next town. Um, you know, it, it, it's the uh, again for research purposes. I embrace it. A lot of fun to solve those problems. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. You know, several years ago, and now it's over fifteen. Um, I was doing. I was consulting to Nokia. And we were we went through Amsterdam we were meeting with some technologists. But when we finally got to Helsinki and we were talking, uh, we had this idea to build, and this is like 15 years ago, baseball-size satellites, which we would then get astronauts to literally
0: (laughs) throw out into
1: (laughs) into space. And they would run for, say, you know, a couple of years, just on basic... Uh, solar power, and then they'd fade and that we could broadcast advertising <laughs> globally Lightful. with one of these, you know. Or whatever, right? Um, and so we went down a rabbit hole but to find out if that's possible. And um, we, we did find companies that were very interested in building these. But, of course, the price, it was very, very expensive. Now, this is a business, you know what I mean? They launch these things like throwing popcorn in the air. So, yeah, yeah. so uh, this is a long way of of saying, embracing those rabbit holes often leads you into other uses of that very same printer. In other words, while you're exploiting the weaknesses of the printer and how to work around, you may go, ah, I can use this weak- weakness as a strength. I guess it's called jujitsu right (laughs) uh, (laughs) or judo you know um and and that's when the expression meets the technology that is greater than some of the parts and and that has usually come to bear when i go down those holes and really start to experiment
0: that's interesting that
1: i'm spending so much time trying to stick that round hole in a square peg yeah yeah. vibe that at a certain point, I just like, you know, maybe cut down, expand the hole, cut down the peg, whatever it is, fuse it, glue it, whatever metaphor will come to mind for anybody listening. And that creates something really exciting. And people go, wow, how'd you do that? (laughs) I don't really know yet. (laughs) Because then recreating it is, is a problem. But dye subprints, I used to have that Early Canon printers, only 8x10, print I saw, beautiful, beautiful stuff. Very glossy, very, I mean, just stunning. Um, and I think I, I probably still have prints that lasted. They were very, very good.
0: So we've, we've got, got that. prints that are probably, so we had a, an, a, I've, I have a Canon selfie printer. Uh, it's not the first one. I think it's, um, we had an earlier one, but before things like air print were invented. So when, the, when, you, when, when they started making them, you could print from phones really easily and stuff like that. We, we upgraded, but but even, I mean, there's no sign of the original prints that we've had from that fading or anything like that. And those are going to be 15 years old at this point. And that's just from a consumer grade, Printer that you can buy for 150 quid, you know. So it's, uh, it's, um, it's. I really like that. I really like the dye really like sub technology for consumer grade printing. I, I mean, I, I, mm. I, and I, I only do little bits and bobs of printing at home. I, uh, so any, anything serious, I would send out. But uh,
1: have yeah. you? I have a question for you. Mm. Much like, I guess, like Chris to plan his trip out in terms of, I assume you took his EV, so you have to plan some oh, electric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to plan it. If you were doing a road trip and had a relationship with a a good print house that you could just upload, like here we have darkroom now if you use film, you know, but, but digitally there's so many of these things, just pop them up, get a good quality print. And have them sent to addresses along the way that you knew you're so as you arrived in destination two there would be a package waiting for you of course we'd have to deal with the (laughs) the royal mail (laughs) but maybe there's a more you know uh ups standard or or um you know
0: a, a more yeah, efficient they're, they're, way could, of shipping. It, it conceivably, it could be done. Um, uh, yeah, it, you you could do that. I, the, thing, the, the thing for me, though, is I suppose the, the, the constraint I put on myself is I wanted this to be all dead simple. So, I mean, you talked yeah. about um, going back to the software bit for a moment. <coughs> you talked about doing all those things in Photoshop, which, of course i could do in affinity photo as well Um, and and my first thought was can i write an automation in affinity photo that might do that sort of thing (laughs) and then i realized actually i didn't even need to do that i could write something that would work on my phone or my ipad or my laptop completely the same you know across all of those platforms Sure, uh, And it would run in, it runs in about three or four seconds. And I even wrote a little choice into it. I can choose whether my photos have a black border or a white border. Oh, right. so, yeah. Yeah. And and I could write that to be whatever. I could design a border with flowers in it if I wanted to. And I, and the next step, actually, a bit of promotion for the podcast here, is in a couple of weeks as we record this, I will be uh, at the photo and video show at the NEC in Birmingham. Um, I'm going to upgrade my little automation script here, my little shortcut. To be able to take a photo, so uh, and uh, put it on a border, a bit like a Polaroid or an Instax, and on that little white bit, the little fat white bit, to print the TFOP logo.
1: So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I have
0: half an image of when I'll be, I'll see people, and some of them will be friends, or some other people that yeah, people I may just have met, or met, yeah, and and I'll be able to yeah. If we end up with some fun photos from an evening out or something like that, I'll be able to print them on the spot with the logo on the side. And
1: uh, very well and, done. Yeah. Totally support it. Um, I I think that those kinds of choices, like writing those scripts, like in Photoshop, there's actions. So same way. You could just run all of those things, create the borders, make a choice. Uh, So it will, when you run it, it'll actually create different levels. It will add color to the border if you wish or not. It will apply the image in the right space, and boom, and it'll take, like, no time. Excuse me while I...
0: Okay. (laughs) Somebody's calling you early on a Saturday morning? No,
1: that's a marketing call if (laughs) there ever was one. Okay.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, so it's, it's interesting. Yeah, so uh, clearly there are N number of tools and everybody has their favorites. I was just really pleased that I could do something that would work on my phone with, basically with no interaction for me and it runs in just a few seconds um, and it spits out the the, the, the processed photo with, um, and saves it into a photo album called 2Print and then I just point, you know, my my reasonably one-dimensional Kodak printing app um, i can just look at that folder pick up the right photo it's got the border around it that i've chosen and i can print it and, and get the whole photo and then stick it with my book which is great and i've enjoyed doing that i've enjoyed doing that you you asked me about the printer and or you you may you you said oh, because it's dice up it's going to be great isn't it <laughs> and i said i Well come it back, should I'll it should be so i have to if say it's proper this I mean, you i i am pleased with it i have to say so this is not this is not me slating this product in any way um i mean it is a a cheap and cheerful product is designed to be very portable and be used on the f- on the fly for fun stuff and it does that really really well Um the colors are bright um, the printing can be sharp, um, you know, if you've made a sharp photograph um, and uh, and the colours, you know, it, it, it's pleasing. It's aesthetically pleasing. Right. And it's reasonably true to what you see on your screen. So you don't have to do a load of editing to like, so, I don't know, raise the blacks or whatever, you know, raise the shadows to get it to actually print any detail. Um, I did find there was one issue with it, um, which is that it's not great at printing black and white <coughs> images. You end up with blocks of tone. Uh, as if as if there were fewer available tones than you might want so it doesn't have 16 billion grays for example it seems to have about 200 of them or something like that perhaps and so you end up with something that is is uh, a bit blocky compared to what you see on your screen But yeah, yeah i found it's been good i mean uh,
1: polaroid black and white unless you get the polaroid black and white film or equivalent Uh, you never get a real crispy black. You never get a pure white, which is good for certain pictures. Uh, There's a milkiness to it often. Um, And that can serve a really nice aesthetic if that's where you're working in that space. But if you're trying to, again, jam a kind of classic (laughs) Ansel Adams aesthetic into one of these uh, printers, there's limitations that will upset you. Uh, if you set your expectations in the wrong way, um, I think that the, you know the main thing, uh, as I pointed out, is find out, which I always try to do, <clears throat> what the weak links are. You know, how far can you push it before it breaks? Yeah. What mm-hmm. what what is the the sweet spot of the technology, and then kind of compare what it was purely designed for like to get the absolute best out of it. And then where it completely falls down. Mm -hmm. So once I've established that, then I feel that it's very interesting to be able to merge things. For example, you know, again, in taking your, your kind of workflow and doing a really snappy, high contrast, black and white version of your image as a layer. Your border as a layer and your color as a layer weighted correctly in terms of and or even a defocused layer and merging these together to give you the same shot. Because once you're going down that road of like adjusting, layering up, using the you know the the what you've written. We'll call it the code, right? The action. Then you can have an action for pure color, action for something really invented, layering up, and and third a glow. And
0: That's a really good point. I like that. I like that. I think um, actually, and as we record this, we're a few weeks away from iOS sixteen being released. And in iOS 16, they have a thing called uh, I can't remember the name for it, but they, they have much greater support for application developers to create their own shortcut actions. So you could imagine, you know, let, um, uh, think of a, I don't know, a, a reasonably high-powered iOS photo processing app, um, Darkroom. Right, the, the app mm. darkroom, yeah, yeah, um, you know, something that's like uh, actively, you know, got got good development going on to it. Um, you could access some of the more sophisticated photo processing uh, things in darkroom in a programmatic way, so that yeah. you could automate. That's kind it. of what I'm They're, talking not about. Not there, yeah. there yet, but I think in the next year or so, hopefully, some of the uh, some some of the people that are really putting a lot of effort into the <coughs> photo processing image processing apps will, will make this happen. Um, And especially seeing as nowadays, um, I think Darkroom is a bit like LumaFusion and it'll work on all the Mac platforms, right? Because they all run on the same hardware now. So um, so the same application will run on your laptop as well as on your phone.
1: Sure, Um, and then people will then be selling, you know, people sell filters or
0: oh, workflows that, yeah but there'll be there'll be lots of that stuff but i could imagine i could <coughs> you know, having having a more developing let's say i'm not i'm not writing code am i but let's say i'm developing a workflow an automated workflow and testing testing and developing and i could imagine yeah that could be interesting it does it, it does seem a little bit uh, it, 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 again it's, it seems like working very very hard to achieve something that is really only a very informal outcome and and to try and work that hard around a constraint of of a, a tiny little cheapy printer it's it's sort of strengthening the rest of the signal processing path to support the weakest link in the chain isn't it which, which seems a little bit not quite the right way around but except if you get some surprising result well that's true yeah that's true um the, then the you're a genius <laughs> have you ever tried printing black and white onto color instax uh, all the time uh just because that's um before they invented black and white instax um i used to do that quite a lot with my little printer and actually the color instax prints black and white really nicely and because i already have an instax printer i guess i had the i have the option in the future if i wanted to do a little photo book that was just black and white and i wanted to do that as i was moving along i could just buy a few packs of instax and print onto that or even buy the instax mono now that you know um uh that that's uh it's a good good way if you're If you've got one of these new Instax printers, that um, uh, sorry, new Instax cameras, that's a digital camera that with a printer built in, rather than a full analog one, a good workaround is definitely to buy the colour film and then print it as black and white. (laughs) It's cheaper. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is it?
1: Is it? I guess so.
0: Yeah, so, uh, but it's, uh, yeah, that's, yes, that would be a rabbit hole for another day, I think. Yeah, I think you probably would need some more third-party app support for the whole of the shortcuts environment to be able to automate that. But I could definitely see myself jumping into that rabbit hole too. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. You know, bottom line is just follow it down the rabbit hole and be open for your initial intentions to change. And embrace yes. those change, yes. and follow it where it may take you. You may be very pleased at the end of the day. Even with images that fail, you will learn something to apply to your next go-around. So...
0: Yeah, no, I'm really glad we've had this conversation because you've helped you've you've articulated something in this whole thing about you know the 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 actual you know the, the the holiday the trip is the test bed, and actually it's the it's the research and the experimentation and the creativity is the thing. I you've articulated that in a way that really resonates for me and i said like, oh yeah that's where i do it it's got nothing to do with your it. family
1: nothing to do <laughs> with the, the and family. Do. <laughs> <laughs> family and your well,
0: trip and <laughs> well, well, you could look at it this is that that's what makes the trips bearable but actually i, I do <laughs> with my family anyway sure so that, it's not an issue, but uh, no, that's yeah. The way you've yeah, you've really helped me set like understand a bit more at another level it works at. So thank you very much. <laughs> very very good pick of the week. Pick of the week. Well, uh, okay, so I'm going to go with uh, my pick of the week is the the journal that I've been writing in, and I can't remember I've talked about this too much on this podcast before, but I'm sure I've shown you. It's a it's a leather bound journal, uh, and inside it has replaceable. Um, uh, replaceable notebook inserts and i've literally been and you can see that i can show this up to the camera and you won't see it because it's an audio only podcast unfortunately but i've literally been printing stuff and sticking stuff and there really oh, are about five pages of photos of table tennis right so
1: <laughs> 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 I, and and that stuff underneath is that called handwriting it is
0: yes. Um, well, I, I tell you what. Actually, that's a very generous interpretation of what I've put on the page there because my handwriting is atrocious. Um, it's... But it, it is writing, writing a few notes so I can remember what we've done, and it's the silly frivolous things. Like, yeah, you know, not sure. just that we went and saw a mountain, right? Because let's face it, the Highlands of Scotland are full of mountains. Um, although I did visit, I did enjoy visiting the Talisker Distillery. That was nice on on the Isle of Skye. Um, I've I've been there, so I I, I know I, I know it. <laughs> yes it's it's a beautiful beautiful place just by the sea there and where the talisker yeah. distillery is it- um so uh yeah, so my um uh, my pick of the week is uh, that it's a the the journal itself is is by a company called wanderings it's the wanderings journal There'll be a link in the show notes uh, and they'll sell you the leather cover and they will sell you the the paper inserts and what have you Um there are any number of brands that do similar products this was just one that i found and decided to try uh, and i quite like so that's my pick of the week how about you
1: mine is a journal magazine called art doc photography magazine and it's okay. listed in the it'll be listed in the show notes but it's a very thoughtful very uh, wide net embracing um many different aesthetics and points of view and uh worth a subscription it, it's it's really very special so i highly recommend it for inspiration and enjoyment Um, Is it it
0: online only as a magazine or is there a print version or is there? You know,
1: I get it online. I think it's only online, but I could be wrong.
0: Ah, Okay. So I've just clicked on the link in in our show notes and it's offered me to sign up to a newsletter as well. Do you know, I'm signing up to more and more newsletters and doing less social media these days um, because then you get to choose what hits your inbox. And yes, you end up with an inbox full of stuff, but you don't have to read it all. And sometimes and it's just a bit more. You just
1: set up a. I have a, I have a mailbox, mysubscriptions at gmail.com. <laughs> I think I currently have 60,000 unread <laughs> mail, but uh, that's yeah. how you do it, I think. Yeah. And by the way, you know, have you thought of, like, doing a road trip, but in every location just taking a photograph of the local postcard? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... Um, I haven't I have thought about replicating you know, d- doing, yeah doing you know deliberately kinda. postcard type shots but I usually try and just capture those and yeah as a way of just you know ticking the box and then move on to something more creative it's a, it's it, there's um yeah a bit like the old sort of kodak moment spots yeah. um, I hadn't hadn't seen one for a, a gazillion years and then a few years ago we were in a hotel at the north end of Lake Garda in Italy beautiful beautiful place and they had one of these things it was like a little 8 by 10 picture frame on a stick it was like this. and it was like put your camera uh, here and take this way. oh yeah,
1: yeah I've seen that yeah. wow
0: sure. but look out places yeah yeah fine. I hadn't seen those I was like I'm going to have to do this because I'm not going to be able to move on it's going to block my it's the thing it's the irony of it is it blocks your creative. Until you, <laughs> until you take the shot I and mean, think okay alright I've done that now my brain can let that go now <laughs> see I would approach that and I would just do a whole series where the
1: only thing in focus is the frame itself yeah, yes. that yeah. that feels like an ironic picture that would attract me so the landscape I did, I did is take the shot I was to
0: take but I took it ironically
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> point your camera here and you end up with like, you know, 40 pictures of, you know, picture frames.
0: Yeah, you could point the wrong way through it, I suppose. Isn't
1: True, true. That's another great example of how to use those things. Okay. Anyway,
0: uh, a pleasure. Uh,
1: this has been fun.
0: Um, yes it has thank you yes i sense we might have dived down another rabbit hole there so thank you for hauling out before it was too late <laughs> uh yeah so absolutely thank you good to speak to you um and okay. thank you everybody for listening and
1: you back uh, next hopefully week
0: there'll be three of us next week i think i'm not yeah. sure uh, but we're hoping at some point normal service will be resumed as the summer comes to a close or summer travels come to a close
1: your viewership is very important to us but st- you know st- stay with us as our options have changed. <laughs> or something to that. No, we'll be we'll be back in some form next week.
0: Anyway, we'll be. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Bye.